Welcome to Shaped by the Word, day 310. We are picking up right after the crucifixion of Jesus. We we looked into the horrors of the cross and, and um, Jesus being being crucified and mocked and spit upon, and yet at the same time, um, the reflection of the beauty of the cross, that it is his love you know, on display for us as he willingly gives up himself to us. And, and so we closed yesterday with Jesus being placed in a tomb and the tomb being sealed and the people coming and saying, this deceiver will, will come back. You know, he's promised he's coming back. So let's make sure that his disciples don't steal the body and more deception continues. And so they go to Pilate and Pilate says, make the, the tomb secure. And so we, we left Jesus in the tomb um, and where we turn to now in Matthew, as we come to the close of Matthew's gospel is, um, is Easter morning. We come to the, the resurrection of Jesus in and, and an empty tomb. And so before we read uh, Matthew 28 and, and enter into the, the beauty of the resurrection, um, Katie, will you pray for us? Sure. Father, thank you for um, where we are in this this story, and it's not just a story, but this is something that took place and something that um, continues to affect us today. Um, thank you for for empowering these people, these disciples, to write these things down so that 2,000 plus years later, we're able to um, read them and to reflect on them and, and be even changed um, by them through your spirit. So, Father, as we read today, um, as your people, would would they not just be words on a page, but God, would you bring them to life? Um, would you remind us of our sin? And would you encourage us that we serve and follow a God who is living and a God who has defeated death? Um, for those of us who are struggling in the midst of illness or death or um, or pain and suffering, Lord, that we find hope as we read these words um, and read these stories of, of the resurrection. So, Father, thank you for the encouragement we find in your word. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Matthew 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then going quickly, go, then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. 
Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. And so there's the resurrection of Jesus. We, we've, you know, began Matthew's gospel um, with kind of this incredible genealogy where Matthew's reminding us that the promises of God have now come to us in the person of Christ. You know, he is the, the true son that comes from Abraham and from David, and he is the true son of God who has come to be with his people and to save his people from their sins. And so we've been journeying along with Matthew, and we finally come to this scene after the crucifixion where he is resurrected. And, and one of the things that I love about Matthew's account of this resurrection is um, he, he just, the, the history behind it as well, you know, that he's, he's dealing with guards who have sealed the tomb, who have placed the seal, it's secure, and all of a sudden, Jesus is no longer there. Reports begin to circulate amongst the people. And, and you have the Jewish people trying to figure out, hey, we got to devise a plan. You know, we've got to appease the governor who will be really mad at the guards. Mm -hmm. And you're just beginning to see theories circulating about what do we do with the person of Jesus and right. now this resurrection. And, you know, for, for the Jewish people and for the Romans, I mean, for a resurrection to occur, you know, it's not what they were looking for in a Messiah, that a resurrection would happen. And all of a sudden now, they, the disciples, as we will soon see, go from you know, just worshiping Jesus as a conquering king to now worshiping Jesus as a resurrected king. Mm. And their, their confession completely changes, their worship completely changes, mm -hmm. and we have to reconcile with you know, what, what in the world happened. And Matthew says, Jesus rose from the dead. And so that's where we find ourselves as we close this, this gospel with an incredible reality that Jesus has been resurrected. And so as y'all read this, what stands out to you? I always, you know, you've been looking back at this. It, it's just funny, all the different kind of reactions that people have about, of, to the risen Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, the women, they, they're, they, they, they hear this news from this angel who had terrified these like battle hardened soldiers, right? Yeah. These are like mm -hmm. the dudes and they're just like shaking. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it says that, so the women, in verse 8, you know, so the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy. And mm -hmm. I've always liked that balance of like, man, and it should produce that, right? Like, oh my gosh, he is alive. What does that mean? That's yeah. kind of scary mm -hmm. yeah. that this is true. And yet they're so filled with joy. And then they see him, they worship him, they clasp his feet. And then, you know, even the disciples later on, most of them worship him. And so it's just... You know, where some of the reactions, man, they're a little afraid, like if Jesus really rose from the dead, then this is really true and this has a real effect on my life. Yeah. But also yeah. they have joy and they're worshiping, which is just yeah. a beautiful response. It, it shows you that multifaceted kind of response of a disciple. And, and really it's our experience as disciples that at times we worship and at times we doubt, at times we're joyful, at times we're afraid, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we see kind of the... In this story and in other gospels as well, just the tender heart of Jesus towards those who both worship and doubt at times. And, mm -hmm. you know, that this is our experience, uh, you know, as disciples, as we follow Jesus, we find ourselves, you know, in seasons where it's like, man, how incredible. Mm -hmm. Wait, how could that be? You mm -hmm. know, and Jesus extending grace in both of those seasons. Yeah. And we've talked about this several times before, but I think it's worth saying again just how sweet it is to see that 
that Jesus chooses to reveal his resurrected self to women and that that proves in a lot of ways, and Tim Keller talks about this, but that proves that this story is not a made-up story because if these disciples were making a story up, they wouldn't make up a story where Jesus talks to women first mm-hmm. because their witness was not credible in that at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the women are the ones who come to, they're coming to take care of his body and yet, he's not there. <laughs> um, and he reveals himself to them in such a kind and loving way. And, um, so that's always as a woman, like, that's just, just so sweet to see, um, that Jesus values women and he, he cares for them and, um, and then sends them to go tell the disciples who didn't want to believe them. Um, but yeah. And then also just the great commission. I mean, what a wonderful passage of scripture that is. And we as believers in 2022 hold tightly to these, um, to these words and these instructions that Jesus gives to his disciples, because he's saying, I have been given all authority on heaven and earth, and I am going with you. I, this authority as well is going with you to the very end of the age. You will not be alone, even though I'm leaving um, in body in bodily form, you will not be alone and I'll always be with you. What an, a huge yeah. encouragement that must have been for them at a time when they felt um, maybe very scared that their Savior was finally, was alive, but also leaving them um, to ascend to the right hand of the throne. But um, but to us as well, that we are not alone and He's with us to the very end of the age. Yeah, yeah. What, what a great promise, right? That... You have this resurrection. I mean, they, they've just been, you know, scared out of their minds. They mm-hmm. saw their their Messiah crucified. I mean, we know from other gospels that they they go into hiding, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden now Jesus shows up, and he promises all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him, and his presence will be with him to the very end of the age. And, you know, I, I love even in Matthew's account of this, <clears throat> when he's talking about the, the reports of the guards and, you know, the body's been stolen, that... This would have been written, depending on how you date it, you know, 20, 30 years after the crucifixion of Jesus. And he's saying these stories are still circulating. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like <clears throat> the day after, you know, people are still talking about these. Like, these have been going on for a while. And, and, you know, there would have been hostility. We know from church history, lots of persecution. And mm-hmm. what encouragement, what greater encouragement, you know, will these disciples have than the very fact that this Messiah who has been resurrected, has all authority and his presence is with them. And so the call for them is as they're going, make disciples, teach, Mm -hmm. you know, everything and and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. So we're seeing, you know, just uh, incredible promises from from Jesus to his disciples and, and now, you know, as well to us that he continues to reign today with all authority, heaven and earth, and it continues to be with us to the very end of the age. Mm No, he is the faithful companion, you know, that is is with us when we doubt, when we worship, when we're afraid, when mm-hmm. we have joy. And I've always liked the Great Commission. And I feel like, at least for me, that we all, I always forget kind of that second half of it, right? Like, and especially when you're even literally baptizing people. It's like, you know, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. All right. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're good, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. Now teach them to obey everything I've commanded. And that's like that. One thing to have the assurance, you know, uh, that, you know, you have salvation, but then there's that invitation into mm. discipleship, yeah. um, which is obeying the teachings of Christ. And 
And so again, even in that moment, but he's with us, it might not always be easy, but he's with us. So follow me, go make disciples. And so there is like all that kind of tension mixed up there. Mm. But um, it's good. Yeah, what a wonderful call he's given us and a serious call. Yeah. It's not easy to be a disciple of Christ, but it is, but he is with us always. Mm-hmm. Um, take heart. We have, he has overcome the world, you know? Yeah. He is with us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the gospel of Matthew and in our time um, in this gospel, reminding ourselves of um, what you've done in Christ Jesus as you stepped into space-time history and and enacted on our behalf um, to rescue us and redeem us. Father, we thank you for the account of the crucifixion and the resurrection. We thank you that these aren't myths that we believe, but um, these are realities. And, And so, Father, as we Think about the resurrection and all the implications for our life. And would you press us deeper into um, the gospel story? Would you remind us of our identity? Would you remind us of the commission you've given us? And would you remind us of your presence and authority among us? Um, Father, thank you that you are faithful. Um, you go before us and you go with us. Father, we love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.